Today is Tuesday, January 9th. The title for our devotional is The Elect Exiles. This week, we're just going to cover the introduction of this letter. Uh, I promise we will move more quickly in the coming weeks. Um, The introduction, however, is so important because it provides so much context for this letter that will deepen our understanding and appreciation for what Peter says in the rest of the letter. So let's read his introduction in 1 Peter 1, 1 1-2. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to God's elect, exiles scattered throughout the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctifying work of the Spirit to be obedient to Jesus Christ and sprinkled with his blood. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. The author here addresses himself as Peter, the apostle of Jesus Christ. We'll talk more about Peter in a couple of days, but for today, let's focus on the recipients of the letter. Knowing who they are and the situation they're facing will add a lot of rich context to Peter writing this letter. Peter addresses them as elect exiles of the dispersion. In the NIV here, it just says the the exiles were scattered, those scattered, but in the ESV and other versions, it says the dispersion and even capitalizes the dispersion, so it's likely referring to a specific event that led to Christians being sent to these various cities of Central and Northern Asia Minor. James, he also addresses his letter to the 12 tribes of the dispersion. So we can't say for sure, as the letter itself doesn't specifically state, but it seems best to take this as a metaphor for the Christian life that is rooted in the actual exile of his audience. Uh, Their exile is a strong translation of the Greek word here as well. It connotes a temporary residence or sojourn in a foreign land. In Acts 8.4, we learn that many believers were dispersed, same word as here in 1 Peter, throughout Judea and Samaria after Saul stoned Stephen and persecuted the church. The timeline here is far too early, um, as that likely happened soon after uh, the the ascension of Christ in the early 30s. Uh, Peter likely wrote this around 60 to 62 AD, so roughly 30 years later. And the cities Peter mentions here are far beyond Judea and Samaria, but the precedent is seen. Persecution in Jerusalem causes the Christians to leave and to go to different places. Acts 8 tells us that wherever they went, they proclaimed the gospel. So many who were dispersed likely settled in their new cities and stayed there, planting new church communities. So this is likely what happened in these regions that Peter is writing to in Northeast Asia Minor, which is present-day Turkey. Persecution in Jerusalem then may have caused many of them to disperse to cities in Asia Minor, Uh, There were other social factors that could have caused Christians to sojourn in these cities as well. In AD 49, Roman Emperor Claudius expelled a group of Jews, probably indistinguishable from Christians to the Romans at this point, for their arguments about Christ. Um, Aquila, a native of Pontus, which is the first region mentioned above, and Priscilla, they came from this exile. We read about this in Acts 18, chapter 2. And they were in Corinth at that time, which is uh, just west little ways west and still in Asia Minor of where Peter is writing to here. The Romans uh, would also move people loyal to Rome to new territories that they conquered in order to promote the Roman way of life in those new regions. All that said, it seems likely to me that Peter's audience is a mix of formerly Jewish and formerly Gentile Christians who have literally been dispersed, whether it was by persecution, exile, or voluntary relocation to these regions. Therefore, this isn't solely a reference to the Christian life, to say that sojourners we're sojourners here, whereas our true home is when we die and go to heaven. That's kind of the idea of Hebrews 11.13, but I don't think that's the idea here. 
So this idea is, of course, true, but I don't think that this is Peter's primary emphasis here. He is writing to literal sojourners in these regions who have been dispersed. Uh, and in the rest of the letter, we will see that these sojourners are facing persecution, and Peter's charge to them is to remain resilient and faithful to Jesus in the midst of this persecution. These folks have been displaced from their home and are being persecuted in their new home. This is a reminder uh, that they don't carry Roman citizenship and they aren't wanted in their new place of residence. In this situation, Peter is going to emphasize that they are citizens in the kingdom of God. Remember, he calls them elect exiles. Although they have been displaced by Rome, they have been chosen by God. In her commentary on 1 Peter, Karen Jobes writes, Peter uses the socio-historical situation of his readers to explain their socio-spiritual situation. End quote. They don't feel at home in their place of residence, but they are residents in the kingdom of God. They're not wanted in their former home or even their current home, but they are wanted by God. In fact, it is because they are chosen by God that they are rejected by their communities, as Peter will explain throughout this letter. As Christians, we should feel this tension as well. We don't feel fully at home in any culture, nor should we expect to. Our citizenship is in our election to the kingdom of God. The kingdom is here and now, and it will be fully realized in the new creation. Peter draws on this theme a good bit in the letter as well. So this, in and of itself, challenges us to think through our dual citizenship. The people Peter is writing to, they didn't feel at home anywhere. But in our current culture, we're tempted to feel too at home. So if we feel too at home in our modern American culture, that's a problem. If we don't feel as if we have a home in the kingdom, that is also a problem. We'll expound on this more as we go through the teachings of this text. But for today, let's reflect on this question. Do you feel this tension of being an elect exile in our modern culture? Perhaps you feel too at home in our culture and haven't been distinguished as a member in the kingdom of God. Perhaps you don't feel at home at all in our culture and you're wondering if something is wrong with you or if God is punishing you or the church more broadly. Perhaps you feel as you ha if you have no home neither in the culture nor in the kingdom of God. First Peter will have a lot to say to all of those feelings.